So I'm putting it on right now. <laughs> I want to I wanna look good for everybody, Ultramundo. guys. You know, uh, Edwin just, just got a new haircut, I guess. Or, or, or he, he, he was just fixing his hair, so I, I wanted to look good. I wanted to look good. How, how are you guys? How are you, Super Mojado? How's everybody? Good, good. Ready, ready for some action, man. Week two, more action that, boring. More action that we saw on the first week. Yes, for sure. I mean, I, uh, anything is gonna be more action than this week two, man. We saw some mediocre games, in my opinion, and uh, it, it, it brings to, to to my mind, like, if Liga MX is again, is is it mediocre or it's just competitive? You, it, it, that's the question that I get. Every time I see weeks like this, only 11 goals and eight games. Who gets more action? How are you? First of all, let's let's get let's say hi to to Edwin Caceres, who's joining us today. Uh, El Mexican Soccer Podcast. How are you, Edwin? Good. How are you guys? How are you doing? Who, who gets more action? You do or the second week of Mexican soccer? We're about the same. <laughs> <laughs> What happened there? What happened there? I just wanted to remind everybody that um, we, you, if you subscribe to our newsletter, you, you can you can win this jersey that you're you're looking at it right now on the screen. So subscribe to our newsletter and uh, you'll be able to win this jersey from the Mexican national uh, national team. And tomorrow, actually, it's going to be the the giveaway. So check it out. Go subscribe right now. If you follow us on Instagram. The link is in the bio. Everywhere else, right just now, on click screen. on the link, and uh, so you'll be able to subscribe to this. So we'll be waiting, guys, waiting, waiting for you guys on the on the newsletter. That way, you can you can win this nice jersey, and you can probably join us if you're the winner with a Mexican jersey and and talk about a little bit about soccer. Look, Edwin is drinking blue stuff, and he's wearing blue a blue jersey from Chelsea. Come on, man! You should you should you should be proud to remember. I want to remind everybody: this is the Monday Night Football Liga MX preview, the official one. So don't go anywhere else. Don't go watch TV. See it here. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about soccer, guys. Second week of Liga MX. Apparently, Super is not impressed about this, but I wanted to ask you, Super. Which team impressed you the most? Well, uh, so far, no, no team, man. I mean, uh, Santos is the, that has he has they have won both of the games along with uh, Monterrey, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I mean, so far, I haven't seen a lot that has impressed me. So, if if you want to call it just those two teams for for uh, two two games played, two games won. That that's about it. That's you know that's what I uh, get out of this. Okay. So far, Edwin, who uh, impressed you the most? There's two things. There's two things that have not impressed me, but I guess caught my attention. Um, one of them is Pumas. How this uh, just this weekend? I mean, Mazatlan wasn't really the the opponent to to put in perspective of the way they've been playing. But I mean, Lilini is still doing doing a good thing with them i um i can see they still have the way they still like the way they play they still synchronize with the way they ended up last season so i think they're in the right track another thing is the way that puebla plays man so puebla and pumas for you and santos for el super mojado 
I want to talk about Pumas a little bit because yes, maybe Mazatlan was not uh, the the right opponent, like like you would say. So we we have to see it a little bit more under pressure with a better <laughs> team. But I want to remind everybody, the a lot of players are under 23 or 21, 19-year-old people playing for Puma. So a lot of stuff coming, a lot of important stuff coming out of Puma. So that's what impressed me the most. I got to say it because I did get impressed by that. And on the other hand, you see Mazatlán, that the average age is probably 32, I believe, 30 if not, if I'm not mistaken, or just going a little bit lower. So, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with, with, with uh, Pumas, but also... I wanted to see what happened with America. Javier Aguirre and his Monterrey took advantage of the arbitro, or it was a fair game, and that, that was it? It was a boring game, man. That's <laughs> all I have to say. There fair, is any... fair, fair win for, for Monterrey, then? I mean, it, it was a PK because the ref called it, all right? He even, he, even, he even went onto the bar and checked it out, mm-hmm. so... I mean, at the end of the day, you can't really be discussing with that anymore. You can't really have no arguments against it because the ref, the, the ref in the bar had said it was a PK. So every game with America, we're gonna talk about a little bit about the ref. Super. What did you see from uh, Javier Aguirre and Solari? Anything to to write home about? Well, you know, the uh, Monterrey just did what they had to do. They scored one goal and and they took the three points. I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. It's, you know, you, all you got to do is score one goal. And hey, I mean, let, we let me did write it see... down. Let me write it down. In order to win, you have to score more goals than your opponent. Is that is that am I am I hey, saying this correct? Listen, I, I mean, if you you do the bare, bare minimum, you score one goal and, and 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 you take like I said, you take home the three points. I mean, we Monterrey didn't overpass you know america i don't see i didn't think that they like dominated this game we could have gone either way and and uh i mean even like we when we see uh on on the uh stats 53 percent possession for america you know so so but then we got 10 shots over four uh uh, 10 shots for monterey on, on goal over four by america so like i said it it could have gone Either way, you know, because one team had more possession, another team had more shots on goal, and and whoever, you know, the team that's that put the ball in the net, in the net, as the one that took home the points. But there was nothing much. Like Edwin said, it was a boring game, along with most of the games that we had in week two. Okay, uh, producer. By the way, I'm not seeing any comments right now. I don't know if they're coming. If it's a, a an error that I have, or send them over. Uh... I might be able to, it might just be me, but I, I think we, I'm, I'm connected. So, all right. So if, if you're watching this, I wanted, I wanted to, to hear what, what's going on with uh, Javier Aguirre. Do you guys see him as a, the great comeback from Europe into the Liga MX or is just an okay coach with a great team? Super uh, Edwin, what do you think about uh, the two coaches from Solari and Javier Aguirre? I mean, I give the benefit of the doubt more to uh, Javier Aguirre due to his career, the, his whole career as a coach, all everything that he has done or he has accomplished. Um, there's a reason why he's he has coached um, Atletico in Madrid, the Japan national team, the Egyptian national team. It's it's he has coached top top players in the world like Kun Kunawero, like Mo, Mo Salah. 
Diego Forlan, and and not only that, but I mean he has come to rescue the national team, the Mexican national team, twice already, and got us to to the World Cup. So, I mean, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's a great team, but there's a lot of egos in that in that locker room in Monterrey. It's not easy, but Solari, man, it's 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 still a young coach. Technically, he doesn't. He doesn't have that much of a career. I, I, I think yeah, Real Madrid was a great test for him, was a great start, but we still got to see what he can bring to the to the table. What's what's the style? We don't even know what style defines him of play, what kind of coach he is. So we got to see that out. Uh, David Garcia telling us, Aguirre is un crack. Good to have him in Liga MX. Good to have him back. I think, it, yeah, it definitely... <laughs> Oops, but puts it puts it in a little bit better level, but um, but um, still, still, it's a little bit too early to call anything. Both of teams, both 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 coaches, I think they would help the Liga MX the level, and and uh, we'll just keep an eye on them. Um, the only problem that I had on this game it was that it was defined by a PK by a controversial PK. Otherwise, would have been okay. And it, of course, it's the second week. It, it was a little bit a little bit too early. But it was it was okay. Uh, so that, David Garcia telling us saludos a todos. Juan Pablo telling us tiene tiemp mucho tiempo dirigiendo equipos chicos tirándoles a los de Monterrey duro, eh. eh ¿Qué es más importante? ¿Qué, qué, ¿Quiénes son los equipos chicos? Saludos a Juan Pablo. ¿Cómo no? Eh, let's Digo, get back to Chivas now. Let's get to Chivas. Oye, um, one of the other issues I had for with that game was that Funes Mori ended up playing this, starting the whole game and he apparently has COVID. So. They knew that he had COVID, so he the test was run on Friday, and the results came 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 back uh, on Sunday. So he was put in isolation because he has he's presented some of the symptoms. Well, that's the risk that you take, though, you know, because uh, like you said, if the test was taken on Friday and then you didn't get the results until Sunday after the game, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but that's the risk that you take, and and we knew that this was gonna happen, you know. Well, I wouldn't... Until, until we get a lot of people uh, infected in in, in the game, during a game, that's when no, things are going to be different. And we're still in, and we are getting uh, um, people in, yeah. infected. Look at how many they said that though. They said that there were seven players or seven seven people from the the club got tested uh, positive. So they didn't know if that game was going to happen. Uh, that's what that was a speculation uh, before that game. So. Uh, If they knew that the Funes Mori was positive, then we have a serious issue here because they allowed that to happen. But again, I, I don't know if they knew or, or not. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's another another thing. I saw uh, um, a few stadiums came back with um, with fans and the in the, in the in the stands, and that was that was probably uh, Juan Pablo telling us 18 infectados in Monterrey. That's that's another that's a number that's been running around. We'll see how how it affects them for the next next week. Uh, let's get how about how about Chivas Super? Because we cannot talk a lot about Chivas like we did last time. Another tie for them. They started with a victory. This the tie came up right away. The equalizer right away. So what did you think of Chivas right now? Uh, boring game, I would say, because you said the whole second week was boring. So what happened to Chivas Super? Yeah, I mean, they were playing, uh, like I said, it, it was uh, playing against Toluca has always been difficult for Chivas, you know, and um, and 
they got the goal, but again, they allowed defensively that they didn't do good things. I mean, they, how could you allow a, a goal to be scoring you like not even a minute after you, you score one, you know, this is incredible how, how they had that happen, you know? Well, there's always a two minute rule. I don't know if Edwin, you're familiar with it, but they say every two minutes from something that stopped, either starting the game, two minutes before the game's about to start or between goals, two minutes right after a goal, Uh, they say the two-minute rule is always important, uh, and that's there. There's coaches that they would yell at you two-minute rule after they the game stops, especially here in the U.S. I've seen it many times. Uh, so so it happened. Uh, Chivas was a victim from the, from the two-minute rule. So that was part of it. Edwin, anything to say about Chivas, or you you, you rather to about Chivas? No, honestly, Chivas not much. Um, but more about Toluca. The, that that kid Kevin Castaneda is. It's a really, really good player, good prospect. That was number 18. Not he not only he scored during this this week, but he scored a goal last week too. It seems good things about him. Uh Cristian has talked about him. He said that he could be the next number 10, the next number 10 of the Mexican national team. But we'll see. I, I actually uh I, I agree with you, Edwin. Uh, um This kid, I saw him score it last week, and then uh, obviously he's been with the club. He's what? He's 21 years old, I believe. And uh, and I actually looked him up, and he he's has scored uh, a few nice goals with Toluca, uh, con las inferiores and with the, the 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 big team, you know, the con el con el equipo. Um, you know, principal last, last season, I believe in Copa MX, he scored some nice goals too. And, and he has, you know, he has some, uh, unas piernas potentes, eh? he this is definitely, we got to watch this kid. We got to remind everybody on um, who's watching us. We just put the, the comment with the link for the, for the newsletter. So go to that link, subscribe, and you'll be able to win a Mexican national gym team jersey so go and subscribe right now we're gonna have actually people coming and joining us today in this show Juan Pablo is telling us that no tienen delantero siendo un entrenador ratonero y no salieron las individualidades Chivas juega horrible están But, tirando y es un chiva hermano eh, oh, eh, super no I disagree verdad, I, I disagree I disagree with him disagree I think that, that she was wow. you guys had with uh, arguments for that uh, I'm not going to say that the game, uh, you know, was, you know, a great game and because I would be lying. Yeah, it was a boring game, but she was had a, a few opportunities that they could have, you know, si vieran afinado esa, esa puntería, they could have taken this game. So um, they had 60% possession of the ball, you know, and, and over Toluca. So I think that they did a little more to win last, this last game than, than to lose. You don't win anything when last, you get. Last, when last you time get I was gonna say you get more percentage on possession. No, I know, I, I know that. If, if I know was, that. If you, I mean, if we if we put in as an example, El Inter de Milan de Mourinho que le ganó al Barcelona, he they won and they eliminated Barca from the semifinals with 30% possession. So I don't think possession should do anything with. To do no, with, but but with along with that. Along with that, when you look at the stats, I mean, it's not just the possession. Stats, they they have 16 shots on goal, six shots on target. So so it, it definitely shows that, I mean, come on, don't tell me that stats don't count because if, if you're like, uh, if you see that the, the, the game was in, on one side of the field and they just couldn't uh, put the ball behind the net, 
come on, man. Well, it, it's... So, so, okay, so you're going to win the game by stay keeping the ball on one side of the field? No, but si tienes oportunidades, if you have opportunities to score, man, you have to finish them. Super. So, how many, uh, how many clear opportunities did Chivas have during this game? They had a couple. They had a couple. Okay. And like and I said, know, I'm not going to say that, you know, there was a great game and, and, and all, but I think that this is a problem that they've been having. They and have that, to and finish. That, and, that, those, and, and that little little brief where, where um, between the goal of Toluca and the goal of Chivas, when Toluca decided to touch the ball and play, when Sambuesa actually decided to do something and move the ball around, it took one minute for them to score. No, yeah, but that's not a, that's not the right argument. I mean, I'm with you, Edwin, on this one, but that's not the right argument because <clears throat> why he didn't decided to do it another time during another time and and had success. It did. They didn't. So so I think I, I blame Toluca too because they could have done a lot more damage to Chivas. But si, si hablamos de ratoneros, this was you know a game that I would say Toluca they didn't come out to uh, to take the three points, man. No, and it's understandable. I mean, estás de visitante. Claro que chivas. Tu deseos ganar, tu deseos ganar, pero if you can take a point away. Well, to the people that are saying, like Juan Pablo, who's, who's telling us, uh, he's saying, además, faltan, fallan y fallan pases básicos. A veces no parecen profesionales. Wow, ese anda con todo tirándole. Pueden tener mucho balón, pero siempre con el portero. Generan muy pocas oportunidades y desaprovechan, eso tiene, tiene razón y que no tienen delanteros ya lo había dicho eh, ese sí es el problema y sí, es que, JJ Macías y es que es que Super está empecinado still, de que, es que, uh, de que el, la solución viene desde la Sub-20 desde los campeones de la Sub-20 pues sí, entonces en cuatro años estaremos hablando de las chivas a ver qué listen, uh, you can say whatever whatever you want, but I think that uh, las canteras there's been a few, quite a few players not just in chivas, but they're they're, they're coming and they're coming along look at, look at Pumas Look Other at Pumas. Toluca, look at Toluca. Neymar. Well, if you if you think Chivas is is on a, an, in crisis, just wait until we hear about Cruz Azul. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Edwin is, is wearing yeah. blue today. I don't know. Yeah. Is, is that is, is it Cruz Azul? Is that me, Edwin? No, it's the grande equipo, el equipo más grande de de London, England. Se te antojó otra vez ir a Londres a ti o qué show? Ahí naciste, ¿no? Se te antojó otra vez ir. No, 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 ahí, ahí tengo una casita ahí. ¿Se te antojó otra vez? ¿Sí? No. ¿Ya se te había antojado antes o cómo era el rollo? No, no. Gracias, gracias, gracias a Dios. Anyway, anyway, gracias so Cruz Azul, that's a crisis, I would call it. That's a crisis, don't you guys think? Yeah. ¿Qué pasa con ellos? De mal en peor, my friend. This is, this is just crazy, you know. Starting with uh, Cabecita Rodríguez, ahí de las, las imágenes, la controversia, you know, that, 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 Yeah. The pressure that they have, uh, and then you, you're, you know, exposing yourself. I wanted to see. I wanted to see. I wanted to hear the conversations like, "And le presta para la orquesta y todo acá." Pero uh, mira, uh, wait, uh, wait, 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 Edwin. <laughs> I wanted to hear from you because you're more. You would you would talk about Chivas more realistically than Super. So, ah, uh, yeah, who's, yeah. Who's, yeah. Uh, es la verdad, wey. ¿Qué te digo? Who's in a, <laughs> who's in a worse crisis right now? Chivas with two uh, tie, uh, draws and and. I'm playing the way they're playing or Cruz Azul right now because of the future 
and the way they're playing, but not getting evidence. Es, es, es lo que te iba a decir. En realidad, Cruz Azul no nada más está en crisis en el campo. Desde, empezando desde directivos, de cómo terminaron la temporada pasada, de cómo empezó esta temporada sin pretemporada. Muchos jugadores que llegaron, Paul, Paul Fernández que llega sin pretemporada, que llega, y también este Montoya que llegan a estar a prueba otra vez en un club en los que estaban, son, en los que son dueños de su, de su carta sin poder definir el técnico a tiempo, eh, no tenían presidente, que después llega terminando, viene, viene llegando Dávila y que viene diciendo que es uno de lo que hizo el cabecita teniendo el uniforme, pero que también, ojo, en sus declaraciones le tira a Chivas, porque dice, en otros clubes esto se perdona y esto se deja pasar, con nosotros no pasa. No es cierto, eh. That, that's a lie right there. I mean, you saw what Amari Vergara did with this, uh, with all these uh, guys that were like uh, parting. They, they got, uh, they suffered consequences. Hubo consequences. There was like super. players with, with multas. They, they were paying fees, you know, because they broke internal rules. Super. So they were, they, not just that, but they stopped playing for a while. Look what super. happened to Chicote Calderon. Once he's, uh, everything came out, he wasn't, he wasn't allowed to play for a long time. Super. You know, super. little by little, he came back, but, no, but you, you, you're telling me that this doesn't happen and, and, and why would you even, you know, point the finger to another club? You know, own it up. I mean, you made a mistake. You messed up. <laughs> own it. Okay, yo, yo ahorita, le, ahorita le digo a Dávila, ahorita le hablo, espérame. No, pero right. sí que Chivas no tiene nivel en el entierro. Claro. ¿A qué se lo traen? ¿A qué se lo Aparte bueno. como que ese, ese suena un dicho de el, el, el Prián robó más. Sí, sí, Así sí. mismo. Sí, no, es de que el ratero le robó al ratero y el ratero se enoja porque le robaron. Al final de cuentas, pero al Cruz Azul creo que está un poquito más en crisis que Chivas. Creo que Chivas... La el super, which is on, on this side, on this side right here, is going to say that there's no crisis in Chivas. Sí. Go ahead and say Not, I wouldn't call it a crisis. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a crisis because... Um, They, they they did what they had to do last last season. Nobody was expecting them to be in semifinals. Super, super. They were there. No 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 no. Pero mira, permíteme, because I, you can't call you can't compare the situation that Cruz Azul is going is uh, you know going by right now. You know after twenty what is it twenty three years without a championship. Come on, you know, this is this is crazy. I mean, el desastre que han hecho, the money that they have invested in in, in the club, ah, bueno. the players, no, no hay crisis you know. En Chivas, en Chivas. Entonces en Chivas tampoco, tampoco cuando contrataron a Jared Borghetti, a Carlos. There you go, guys, there you go. Claro, el productor, no, no hey, el productor nos está mandando a, a break. There's no crisis in, in, in Chivas. This is what uh, el super is saying. A little bit of crisis in Chivas, according to El Win Edwin, y Cruz Azul, according to both of you guys, are in crisis. El público lo está diciendo en Cruz Azul, hay problemas legales también, es lo que decía un poco el Edwin. Guys, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a little break really, really fast, and then I will come back with our main stats guy from El Tri Online. Watch out. He knows every number that uh, you would like to know from Liga MX. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back, everybody. This is El Mexican Soccer Podcast, episode 120. And this is the ATO merchandise from Interbrand.com. Guys, go and check them out. They have the best quality t-shirts and the best quality models. Look at this. El trio online con el escudo. Pura calidad. Edwin no se la pone porque no le alcanza a comprarse una, pero igual y el super le compra una de estas algún día. Ya, yeah, ya le voy a mandar una al pinche Edwin. Dice Edwin, te dicen que si te portas bien te compras una, pero tenemos invitado. Hoy está con nosotros Diego Rivera y no, 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 no es pintor, no se confundan. Él Oye, es número. Frida o no? Él es número. ¿Cuántas veces al día escuchas ese chiste de, de Frida, mi Diego? Bienvenido. Dos o tres a la semana. Ahí está, mira, súper, para que le apuntes, ¿eh? Ya, ya se los dicen seguro. Por eso yo estaba aclarando desde un principio. Welcome, welcome to, to the show, Diego. Diego is the guy who works at El Tri Online, but he works with numbers. Every single stat, he will come up with you. You can even think right now, like, here's, here's the question. Eh, Jair Pereira, exjugador de Chivas, eh, Diego... What was the name of his favorite friend and which one grew a mustache first? <laughs> no manches. Lo sabe, güey. sabe todo. Every single time. They always go out for drinks on uh, Friday nights. They say, después de las cascaritas. Ah, ok, ok. Ya me expuso, ya viste. Tiene fama el capitán, el comandante, perdón. El comandante. You're right, you're right. Thank you, thank you for joining us today. He's Thank the one who me. comes up with all the magic, man, with all the magic. But we got to talk a, a little bit about number-wise because we have Diego today. So we wanted to know, you know, uh, Raul Jimenez suffered a concussion playing for Wolverhampton. So there's some activity with Mexican national team coming up. <clears throat> And by the way, you guys can win a jersey from the national team, Mexican national team. If you subscribe to our newsletter, uh, don't let me forget that. So Diego... Replacing, I, I'm pretty sure because we have he hasn't played in the in the last few weeks. Who's gonna replace number wise from the numbers per perspective? Who's gonna replace Raúl Jiménez at the national Mexican national team? Well, I have two candidates for you guys. Uh, we have uh, Santiago Remeño and uh, from Puebla and Henry Martín from America. I would say I'm leaning more towards uh, Henry Martin just because uh, if you look at the stats, we have your chances created at 19. He's more of a team player. And uh, nowadays, the number nine role is like very diminished. So, and uh, I think, and I think we need more players that create. And if we want that number nine that does that, the creation as well, I think Henry Martin is uh, the closest thing we have in, uh, in Liga MX in terms of uh, Mexican national talent. There you go. You got, you got it from the numbers. That's what uh, Diego Rivera is telling us. But what, what, what do you guys think at home? Uh, let us know. Who do, you, who do you think would be the right replacement? Santiago Romeño from Puebla, who's he's young, I believe. He's like 26, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. And how old is Henry Martin? Do we know? He, Around the same uh, age. Yeah, 27. 27. 27, there you go. So, so uh, Edwin, do you agree? Uh, you would put Henry Martin or Romeño? Romeño. Just forget about the numbers. You just go in because you got feeling. Super, like super coach. Super no, coach. I, I think that I think that Henry is a. No, I think that Henry is a player that uh, Tata Martino already uh, has called him uh, to the to the national team. So he he's already uh, 
thinking about him and 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 he knows that he can use him Ormeño, like i said before this is just my opinion again uh it's playing at a club like puebla and when you're in a small club it's harder for you to reach the national team and even if you do make it because we have seen it before it's it's, it's just really hard to stick and stay at the national team unless you move on to a better team, unless you show that you have the qualities to play in a, in a better uh, club. That's when you really uh, have more options in the national team. This is just my opinion. And like I said, uh, Henry Martin playing for America, it, it definitely has an advantage uh, over our menu. Saludos a la banda de Puebla. Y I, uh, I think there's a hitting third player. I mean, and you should, and you should, and you should know this just because uh uh, Macias, uh, he had uh, obviously like a quiet year uh, compared to when he was at Leon uh, last season. Uh, I don't, I didn't have him here because his numbers are like slightly lower than these two, and I, I wanted to t- to keep it into uh, a tight competition. There you go. Plus, the numbers are numbers, super. You can argue those. People at home are saying are are, are with uh, el super saying, "Dónde está JJ Macias?" Nos dice Leo Hernández y dice que el, el super ya está enojado. El super vive enojado. Él vive enojado, a menos que esté muy borracho. Y Juan Pablo nos dice que Martín ya está aprobado con la selección del Tata. Tiene razón, es lo que ya mencionaba eh, el super también, diciendo que yo, la verdad, me iba con Ormeño simplemente para darle oportunidad a gente nueva. No viene ningún torneo en, los primero, en la primera fecha FIFA, nada importante. Así que darle la oportunidad al, al cuate este de, de Puebla, a ver qué tal. Slightly lower. If, if this if this happens, if this happens, it's just gonna be uh, kind of like a, a a dig into like uh, Peru, right? Este Edwin is, is is correct me if I'm wrong. Is it because he has an opportunity to play for Peru as well, right? Yeah. So uh, it would be kind of like to a ver ganarle la partida a Peru, llamarlo just in case they really need to. But, and, but we got the new the new FIFA rule. Even if they play a friendly, they can still change. All right. So, <clears throat> well, it, it might be. I, I don't know. It, it's also and people. Many coaches say it. It's all about how the, the if the if the, if the player is on fire, take him, take him. When they're standing in racha, standing in racha. But anyway, let's move on a little bit um, because we have Diego here, and we wanted to know all about numbers. Um, we we have to go back to. Uh, a, a, a game that we saw this week and people got bored Diego but how about <laughs> in numbers let's I go saw. back to, to uh, America against Monterrey because we were all excited we were we wanted to see this game and at the end of the day it was just a PK a controversial PK but how about how did it go in numbers obviously uh, America was uh, was really bad in that first half and then Obviously, coming back in uh, into the like the first 10 minutes of the of the second half, it was uh, they were they were being a little bit more productive, and uh, they but they just uh, fizzled out in after that. Uh, and obviously, it, it showed the numbers. Sometimes the numbers lie, but here they got it. They got it right. They uh, stats sometimes lie, but here they are being uh, they are reflecting what happened on the field on that day. And uh, obviously, here uh, you guys. Uh, we we see that they that Monterrey had 43 uh, recoveries and uh, they just they were just dominating that that midfield and uh, getting up the field uh, uh, and uh, to America's third and uh, America was uh, having uh, a really bad they a really bad hard time getting their uh, passes to uh, Vinas and to Martin obviously 
only four shots and only two on target. And uh, we were talking about Henry Martin, and uh, it it was one of those games that it's not gonna that, that's not gonna rule in his favor if we're selecting a new uh, a new number nine for the national team. Well, a lot of work uh, coming up for Solari because obviously they have to see these these numbers and they will rewatch the game many times. And seeing all these these numbers and how Monterrey just went ahead of them, it's it's I think it's a little bit to be concerned as a, as an America fan and especially since they're really um, how do you call it? They they set up the bar really high up because they're America fans apparently, and they they don't take anything less than championships. So they should be concerned about what happened in this game. Uh, Edwin Edwin gets a little bit frustrated. I see him because. Apparently he doesn't like numbers. It's it's all about gut feeling. But do you agree with what Diego said uh, with America, Edwin? I'm sorry, this thing froze up and I I didn't hear you guys. Sorry about that. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, Mario. No pago el internet, el güey. Compra el internet, güey. Me está mandando fax seguro. He, tell, he has to tell his neighbor to you know shut off uh, everything on his Wi-Fi so he can. <laughs> Diego, Diego, no se pelean siempre aquí, son amigos también, ¿eh? son amigos en la vida real. Pero anyway, these these two guys, Ed, Edwin, super. So do you do you agree with all the numbers, or do you go with your gut feeling and you think it was just they they have no no future for for America in this season with Solari? No, they they have a lot of work to do. Definitely, uh, I mean, he, he coming into uh, Liga MX uh, for the first time, right? For Solari uh, as a coach, um, I think that uh, um, it's gonna be hard. It's 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 not easy, you know. El piojo le le, le también le se le fue le fue difícil al principio, no? But you know, once he you know could, once he brings his his players, he que forme el equipo. We'll see what really what really uh, happens with Solari. I think that uh, this season, I don't see them uh, doing a, a great, you know, like season or be, gonna be being champions this season. But we'll see what happens in the future. I mean, it's 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 always good to 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 have fresh, you know, ideas uh, coming into yeah, Liga yeah. MX. So uh, you uh, you don't seem too too convinced by that, uh, Edwin. I mean, Did you hear what we said, or, or every, everyone's entitled. Everyone's <laughs> entitled on their opinions. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly could care less about standings and statistics and all that stuff. Oh yeah, le pasas a joder el trabajo aquí a mí. Come on, man, you want to get rid of Diego already? Come on, Diego, defend yourself. I care about more about what's happening during the game. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you don't care number-wise. You don't care about how many balls uh, X player lost. Let's put it that way. If he's venga, venga, Diego, defiéndete, dale ahí uno dos como el Canelo, dale. I mean, I mean, no, 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 don't, don't, don't get me wrong. The standings is for people. It's just for for people that are with the numbers and trying to keep up with all that stuff. To me, it's, I, I care more about the what happens during the game, how, they, how your team plays, how the, the system that you put in. Like I like to analyze the game differently. I don't see it as a fan. I don't see it as a static a standings guy. I don't. I don't try to look at the, watch the games as a fan like Super Dos. I'm sorry if that hurts, 
but it is what it is. Is the truth. I work a lot differently with different other professional coaches, and that's how I see the game. That's how I was taught. I never, I never care about standings and stuff like that. I just, I just want to apologize to everyone out there. Diego, please, uh, you know, forgive us for, you know, what no, he has no, to Diego. say. You know, your work really matters because, you know, I never, with, I, I, super, super, super. En primer lugar, no digas estupideces. Ah. ¿Por qué? Porque no estoy diciendo, porque no estoy, yo no estoy diciendo que el trabajo de él no, no, no vale. Okay. Segundo lugar, estoy diciendo que es mi, es mi opinión y creo que, creo que I'm entitled into my opinion, right? So whether if you like it or not, then at least just respect it, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, córtale, córtale, yeah. Sometimes no aguanta ni una. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I got some more numbers for y'all. I mean, right now, what I really liked from America, and I don't have this here on the graphic, but uh, uh, Santiago, uh, I think his name is uh, Naveda. The, the youngster that, that, that made his debut uh, Saturday, uh, yeah, I think he played really good uh, in that midfield, uh, being uh, uh, recovering balls and uh, and uh, making getting up the field and uh, and recovering. Uh, I'm pulling up some of his uh, some of his in-game stats right now, and uh, it seems he is. Hmm. He had uh, about four ball, uh, ball recoveries, which is. Um, Like the team's uh, the team's best in the on the night, and uh, also like a lot of uh, he won a lot of headers, and which he was just present in that midfield. Uh, did you see the game, Edwin, or no? It it doesn't matter. Edwin doesn't care about that. America lost, so uh, <laughs> no, no, but, <laughs> the but numbers don't matter. This no, kid is gonna be a mediocre if player. See, so if you see him playing around in the midfield, this young guy, he might caught up his attention. Do you remember this guy in the in the midfield, Edwin? Yeah, did, but did, I'm did, sorry. You, no, you can ask Super since he's responding my answer. Did, did for yeah, right? Did, did you did you notice him? Did you think he did a good job? As a, yeah, as he was it's an interesting player. It's an interesting player to keep on watching. Like I said, we can't really be all crazy about him, but it, it was a good player. You see, I can see some interesting things. Like, I mean, for him to take over the 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 spot of um, Cordoba is not yeah. is not easy, right? Of course, of course, no. But I mean, and, and I'm not saying numbers is gonna just tell you what what's gonna happen with a with a player, but I think they go together with the way they play. And if the numbers are okay, then you'll start ca catching more eyes and more attention from from everybody, and that's how you get the opportunities. And uh, believe it or not, in this day and age, for especially for Mexican soccer. The noise that the media makes around you matters. If not, as la trophies. Ya lo tenían como el Messi de todas. De todo. Entonces, Otra vez con la trophies. No manches. Inflaron literalmente. Same thing with that lightness, right? Yeah. Obviously, he's getting better, but I mean, he had a rough couple of uh, years. Same thing yeah. with Cordoba. What's happening right now with Cordoba? Solari came in and benched him. You know? Benjamin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a, I mean, it's, a, I understand. Uh, I this is how you get like a player like Joanny Los Santos, you know, like tons of potential and then nothing at the very end. Yeah, exactly. So it goes together. It goes together. It goes with the gut feeling and also with the numbers. Take a look at it. But anyways, so Diego, thank you for joining us. Diego is like el Mr. Chip. Eres mexicano, Diego? Simón. Es el Mr. Chip mexicano de Los Ángeles. Así que truchas con él, eh. Ahí lo tendremos.
lo, lo tendremos ahí presente en el, en el show. Ya me está diciendo el productor que ya nos vayamos a la fregada, nos está corriendo de volada. Ya, ya tanto rápido, se acabó. Ya le doy enojado y ya. Dice, ya es que dijo que Diego no importa. Entonces, sí, no, no, no. Diego, que... ¿qué pasó, Diego? No es cierto, ¿eh? Estás, eres bienvenido. Diego. So everybody who's watching, please go and sign up for the for the newsletter and you'll be able to win this jersey, this white jersey. Leo Hernández dice las chivalácticas no pudieron ganarle al poderísimo Puebla de Juan Pablo también mandándonos saludos. Dice Isabel, saludos a Isabel también. Uh, subscribe to the newsletter. I don't know if Leo Hernández is there. Uh, I don't know if even Diego Rivera is subscribed to the newsletter. Guys, go sign up, um, and we'll see you guys uh, on Thursday. The preview for Chivas game. Ultimas palabras, Diego. Thank you for joining us. What do you have to say to the banda? Uh, follow ETO on TikTok. I'm going to be doing some content there. Ooh, and, uh, there you go. Yeah. We we'll have. We we'll have. I don't have TikTok, but I'll join. I'll join you guys. We have Can the ET, ETO stats, right? I mean, uh, on, on Instagram. Oh, so. Also the uh, Mexican, Mexican, Mexican soccer stats on Instagram. There you go. Edwin, uh, are you ever going to join social media? Huh? No, uh -huh. probably not. Eh, super. Está bonito eh, tu peinado, güey. Novia de hombre. Chinga. Ah. Eh, super, ¿qué ondas? No nada, nada. Este, pues saludos a toda la banda. Y thank you, uh, Diego, for, for joining us today. And uh, please come back soon, man. I, 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 love, I love the work that you guys are doing there. Esta banda, pues ahí nos estamos viendo y a ver si mejora su peinadito el Edwin para la otra, güey, porque está eh, ahí con todo. Pero bueno, pues estamos, banda. Saludos, conéctense, comenten, suscríbanse al newsletter and follow us on social media. We're all over the place, even in TikTok. Diego Rivera is telling us that he'll be creating some content. See you guys on Thursday. Hasta luego, señores. Nos vemos.